Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a few others. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And I save the best part for last. It's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Disco? I know you're tired. You know, he tired tonight, so he ain't rocking with us like that, but that's cool. I have a special guest in the studio tonight. I have Miss Anika Sparks, Dr. Anika Sparks. Say hello, doctor. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. So what? First of all, I want to recap. Uh, I want to thank everybody so far who has been uh, helping us. Last show we did, uh, I think we talked about uh, Tough Love. I had Gerald Jennings with us, and my daughter Kennedy was with us. She is not with us tonight we're going to be dealing with a subject that's probably a little more adult and i didn't really want her uh in this subject on tonight okay so i want to thank her i want to thank nicole who came through with nicole's nuggets and disco is always 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 uh supportive and here and on time and i know he gets tired but uh i just want to say i appreciate you and then i also want to thank you to the supporters i put that first slide up for me uh the other day i was um I was a. Uh, I got an inbox, and when I got that inbox, it was real, real encouraging. Sometimes you do things, and you don't know if uh, people are paying attention to what you're doing. But uh, somebody came in my inbox. I'm not going to say that person's name, but I did ask if I could share. Uh, they said I just wanted to tell you, awesome job on the podcast. I've enjoyed listening to the first one. Keep it up. You're definitely helping me with the nuggets that you're dropping. So. Uh, it's good when somebody is paying attention and uh, when someone gives you your flowers while you're yet still alive. So uh, it lets me know that this is effective and I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. Uh, but uh, tonight we have a special guest uh, and I'm, ex- I'm super, super, super excited about this guest. We uh, She and I met on Facebook, actually. Uh, I've seen her preaching. Uh, I've seen her uh, modeling, wearing a little outfits and all those types <laughs> of things. And uh, 
And I ain't gonna lie, one day I slid in a DM, amen, and said, nice picture or something along those lines. Well, hush, you weren't supposed to talk this show, okay? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, no more talking from you. But anyway, I slid in and when I told her nice outfit and I think that became a kind of a redundant thing. And eventually we had a conversation. Uh, I think I, I think I just asked you to check out my podcast. Didn't you did. You? And you said, I'm going to be honest. And you said, can I be honest? Yes. And I said, yeah. And you said, well, I'm brutal. I said, well, I'm a man. She said, well, okay, cool. About an hour later, you came back and you said, I loved it. And that meant a lot to me. And I appreciate you for that. And so we ended up uh, kind of starting to fortify, I guess, the beginnings of a friendship because we kind of talk and we do check on each other from uh, time to time. And I've discovered that she's an apostle. She's a bishop. Uh, she's also the pastor of the Worship and Deliverance Center of College Park, Georgia. Uh, beyond that, outside of the church, she's a mother. Uh, she was also married for 28 years. I know she looks young, and she is young. She is young. I know she. You know you have a birthday coming up, and, and I know you're looking forward to that. Happy early birthday. Thank you. Uh, but also, she was married for 28 years. That's a long time, 28 years. Uh, they have two children. Oh, tell me a little bit. What, have, have I left anything out? Uh, two children. I have uh, two grandchildren. Um, so. Okay. So two children, two grandchildren. Mm -hmm. uh, was married for 28 years, pastoring all those types of things. So your, your, your plate has been full. Absolutely. Your plate has been full. But let's, let, let, let's go ahead and jump into it. Because uh, one thing she did say, Dr. Sparks, and I'm going to call her Dr. Sparks. She told me I can call her by her first, first name. I'm not going to do that because I know some of her members might be watching and I don't want them to think that I'm disrespecting her calling at all. So she's going to be Dr. Sparks. If anybody else wants to say a nigga that's on y'all, I'm not going to say it. Okay. But let's, let's, let's get into it. Cause she told me that nothing was really off limits. Not, and I'm not, I'm not here. Uh, it's not a situation where we're trying to blast anybody from their past, but what she and I uh, both came to the common goal, I guess, is to help people. Absolutely. Because there are so many people that are in our position that have transit that are transitioning from divorce because divorce is a lot more common than it used to be. I mean, it's it's much more common now. People, women don't mind leaving. People don't mind getting divorced because in the old days, the man would leave. Because I can think about some people in my family; mm -hmm. <laughs> they might leave, but they might not ever get a divorce. Right, right. You know what I mean? You mean he, and, and at the end of the day, even if he left. He would still make sure that check got there every week. Absolutely. Make sure those kids were taken care of. And and I heard something a couple of weeks ago, and it really was kind of troubling to me because there was another young lady, and she was talking about grandmama and them because grandmama stayed. Mm -hmm. And she 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 basically alluded to that grandmother and them was weak. Mm. And I, I, I you know I, I think it was a different kind of strength. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. So what, what what do you think about that? I don't think that it's uh, that grandma was weak. It's just that's a part of what they did. Mm -hmm. You know, they um they they had the ability to deal with some stuff that I just don't think that we now as women have the ability to deal with. Wow, that's good. So, that's good. Um, that's good. That's but I don't good. think it was weak. It was just the time that they were living in. Okay. Okay. Uh uh put uh put that for, put that next slide up for me, Disco. I, I was looking at an article today, uh it was uh, by Psychology Today. It says some new new data about divorce and non-marital breakups contains an unexpected finding, and I think it underscores the fact that we're in the midst of an un ongoing evolution in what people want and seek in their romantic relationships. The study, based on a survey of over two thousand heterosexual heterosexual couples, found that women initiated nearly seventy percent of the divorces. All right, that's good. Women, that that's strong. 
Because I mean, because mm-hmm. earlier today I, I had a conversation with no statistics. I hadn't researched this yet. And I asked one of my homegirls that I bounce a lot of stuff off of. And she said, no, nah. she, she would guess that most men leave the relationship mm-hmm. or most men initiate the divorces. But according to this statistic, 70% do that. And you're saying that a lot of that has to do with the fact that women are not settling anymore. Right. I don't think that, um, I believe that 70% because we don't settle Mm -hmm. um, anymore. And I think that uh, as women, we are a little bit more liberated. Um, We don't depend on uh, the man as much. And I do think that some people stay because they do depend on on men. So now they're able to, you know, get out there, make it on their own, probably do better. It's one of those things I could do bad all by myself. Wow. You know, all those those good things. So, yeah, I, I think 70% is uh, accurate. Exactly. I do. Okay. I and, do. And, and let's look at this one. He, he, the psychologist adds that I, he thinks that marriage is an institution that has, has been a little slow to catch up with the expectations for gender equality. Because when you look at the institution of marriage, mm-hmm. uh, in the old days, how it was, husband went out of work, wife took care of the household. But with gender equality now, now we're partners and both of us might have to work. So if both of us have to work, then we both need to share in the responsibilities around the house. And if you have this mentality, when this is what he's put that back up, I'm sorry. And this is kind of what he's uh, what he's alluding to. He says wives still take their husband's surnames and are sometimes pressured to do so. Husbands still expect their wives to do the bulk of the housework and the bulk of the child care. On the other hand, the other part I don't really care about, <laughs> but because uh, that part is talking about non-marital relationships. Okay. So, uh, but the and marital relationships that he's suggesting that the institution of marriage has not caught up with the advances of gender equality. Okay. What do you think about that? Well, I'm a little old school, so okay. um, I I believe I believe in uh, wife roles and husband roles. So I'm a little old school. So what's a husband role? Um, I believe I believe he should go to work. Okay. Uh, and I don't believe that he has to be the uh, main breadwinner, but I do believe he has to go to work. Okay. I, I do believe that. <laughs> um, uh, I like that. And I do believe that as a woman, uh, whether she works or not, and, you know, a lot of women don't like this, but I'm old school. I believe whether she works or not, she should be at home and she should take her up the home. Take care of it. Inside I the home. It inside the home. Cooking, I believe that's cleaning. a responsibility. Okay. I, I, I totally believe that. Okay. Okay. So, and listen, anybody that's listening and wants to call in, uh, 678-638-6626, but give us a few minutes. In fact, I'm, I don't want you to call just yet. Yeah, don't call, <laughs> don't call, in, call, don't call yeah. in being crazy. And don't call in being crazy because <laughs> I, I do have a ministry and anointing to hang up on you, and I will do yeah, it quickly absolutely. and swiftly. Uh, but, uh, but beyond that, uh, if you are also watching on Facebook, and you want to see what's going to see the actual uh, studio uh, view where you can see us all at the same time, because I need you all to see Anika and everybody. I, I want you all to see us uh, come in. Go to Disco 100 Radio. You can find that on. Uh, can you back that up? for me? You can find that on uh, on uh, YouTube, Disco 100 Radio. OK, mm-hmm. so let's let, let you ready. All right. Let's talk about it. OK, so you were married for 28 years. 28 years. When did you know it was over? Um, truthfully, probably five years before the, uh, divorce was filed. The thrill was just gone. Um, yeah, I I just think that probably sometime before that, um, although we were both trying to work out some things, 
uh, we just we had just changed so much. Um, we wasn't the same people that we were when we got married in our twenties. Okay. Um, and um, you know, as women, we we grow a little different than men, mm-hmm. and we also um, we also as we grow, we require more. We expect more. Okay. And I think that um, at some point, uh, not that he's a bad person. I think he's a great person. He's a great man. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a great provider. Uh, so, uh, but we just grew apart, and okay. I, we grew different ways. We okay. grew different ways. And we talked about that one day yeah, prior absolutely. to our conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and can I, you mind if I share what we oh, talked? Uh, we talked about how um, in relationships, uh, one of the challenges is to grow together mm-hmm, uh, and and uh and and in, if you're working together one of the things that you definitely have to do as mm-hmm. as as a as a unit not just as the husband but as a unit you have to make sure you manage your growth mm-hmm. if you don't manage your growth your growth can start to grow in all different directions Absolutely. you can grow apart you can grow in different directions but the way you manage growth is, you know, you, you pray together, you hang out together, you date one another, and more than anything, you have communication. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and you and you share. And and so the, and that and I'm beyond that was one thing I didn't do. Right. Because in my relationship, um yeah, I, I think uh, I think Doc Doc I think that even if I knew things were messed up or things were out of order. I thought we had time to get it right. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? I figured I figured there would be a time that I could grow up or we'll That's grow up men. or we'll agree. That's most men. That's most men. That's most men. Based on what statistics. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. That's most men. Yeah, we, but that was me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean that that's just me being as transparent as I can be. I mean, I knew I had made my mistakes. I knew and I made some mistakes, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I took a lot of things for granted that I certainly should not have taken right. for granted. And but I thought I had I thought I thought I, I had to, time. yeah and and the thing was uh, I grew up in the marriage, mm-hmm. but we didn't grow at the same rate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all got married young. So. Well, I was twenty six and she was twenty three. Yeah, a little older. We're a little older than yeah, a little yeah, older than you were. Than, yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh. we mean, but the thing that I think the found the, the thing that kept us together so long was our our faith foundation. Yes, because uh, I, because. Honestly, I had messed up so early in the marriage that she was gone. Mm-hmm. She was out of there. Mm-hmm. And her mom uh, told her, her mom said, did you pray about it? Mm-hmm. And she said, no, I didn't. And so when she knew she didn't pray about it, then she went back to the drawing board and we made it 13, 14, 15 right. more years. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? And But I still didn't grow at that rate. Right. At, a certain point, at a certain point, I think I made, my mistake was so bad that I'm walking on eggshells and I'm mm-hmm. a shell of myself and... And I never really reached the potential. I found myself again. You know, mm-hmm. I'm back now. Hey, mm-hmm. we're, hello world, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it had to go through all that. So you said you knew five years yeah. prior to, before. so it took you five years to leave? Yes. So you really were thinking about leaving five years sooner. You just didn't know how to leave. Um, You know, I'm, I'm a pastor. Okay. Um, so the factors? Uh, church. Okay. People. Image. And, and I wanted to make sure that... Um, I wasn't um, being out of line with God, you know, so it was, you know, so I kept praying and kept praying and kept praying and asking the Lord to either change it or remove it. You know, that, that, that became my daily prayer uh, that I need the Lord to fix it, you know, Mm -hmm. fix it. Mm -hmm. And uh, during that time, the Lord kept speaking to me and said, you do what you're supposed to do. You just, you keep being a wife. Mm-hmm. And that's what I kept doing, you know, and uh, the Lord told me he was going to take care of me. And 
and eventually <laughs> and he, and uh when it was time and when the lord uh, released me you know a lot of people they they don't they don't believe that they don't believe that the lord uh will release but um i know i know without a shadow of a doubt that i heard god okay. and he released me so let's talk about those five years okay Were, was it noticeable did the children, no. children, grandchildren didn't know nothing about? No, I think my kids are older now. So okay. even uh, when we had problems uh, earlier, they didn't necessarily uh, recognize it. But by this time, my kids are, you know, what, um, 20, 22, 23. Okay. So they begin to notice um, a lot of stuff. But other people around us, they, they had no idea. I want to put a pin right there. Uh-huh. Because a lot of people that go through breakups, that go through divorces... And are irrational. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the word I want to use. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows their business. Yeah. We I mean, even my ex and I, our children didn't know what we were going mm-hmm. through. I mean, in 20 years of marriage, and um, they might have saw us verbally, physically argue right. two, three times right. at the most. You know, mm-hmm. where because number one, I don't argue. I, I, I jokingly said this earlier. I don't argue with people I can't fight, mm-hmm. and I don't fight women. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I don't like that. We can have a we can have a heated we can have a discussion. Yeah. We can go back and forth. You know, we mm-hmm. can have a communication because like, we gotta communicate. But when it gets heated, I think that's what you told me. Right. When it, when it gets heated, then I'm backing out. Right. And then we need because at that point. Uh, we need to figure out another way to say the same thing. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not going to disrespect each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? In a more that, respectful way. Yeah, in a Absolutely. more respectful way. Mm-hmm. So it didn't affect the children. Didn't affect, it, didn't mind, it didn't really affect mine like that either. We set eyes down. We talked about it. We said, listen, mom and dad are about to go in a different direction, but we're still Team Kirkland. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all going to keep playing baseball. Y'all going to keep playing softball. We're going to still be at your game. Right. we still going to do we're all these parent. things. We're still going to parent. Right. And we co-parent. Yes. We do, man. That's my pop. I mean, we're friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If she's going through it and she needs help, man, I'm, I'm, and she ain't got to ask for help half the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's just... She shouldn't. That, and she shouldn't. She so, shouldn't. So, now, how long have you been divorced? Um... A little over three years now. So three years. Yes. And now you're ready to date. Um, I think I've been ready to date. So okay, that, that's, what, that's okay. <laughs> uh, okay, question actually says when did when did you know that you were ready to date? Um I'm going to probably say the top of this year. Beginning of this year? Yes. How did you know? Um, because I knew that I was healed. Okay. And um ready and open to it, you okay. know. So I think that the first couple of years, I, um, I wouldn't say that I didn't want to date, but I knew that I still needed a lot of healing. Okay. I mean, you got 28 years, you okay. know, so uh, it's it's not like you know being with somebody for a year or two and then uh, all of a sudden you want to date. And on top of that, I had to find Anika again. You know, okay. I I really had to find me. One of the things about me is I have a very I say this and some people, uh, they don't understand, but I have a very accommodating uh, personality. Okay. So in, in my marriage, if, you know, he didn't like uh, red hair, my hair was never going to be red. Okay. If he liked short hair, my hair was going to be short. If, you know, he liked, um, you know, certain type of clothes, even if I didn't like those, uh, but because that's what he liked, that's what I did. So once I got divorced, I had to go back and I had to find out who Anika was. Mm-hmm. I had to find out what Anika uh, liked. I had to um, I had to learn to build Anika back up. So there was no point. I, I think it's um, I think it's a a 
I think you're going to find a lot of problems if you divorce and jump right into another relationship and you haven't healed and you don't know who you are and you don't know what you want. So this this that's so so you said if he didn't like red hair, you didn't wear red red hair. Yeah. You did so you were submissive at home. Mm-hmm. And had the pastor. Yes. So that's an oxy. So, uh, yes. Absolutely. Oxymoron. Absolutely. So did that cause problems at home? I believe so. So you think him him looking at you lead? Absolutely. Cause problems. Didn't think he could. Did he? I believe, I believe that caused insecurities. Okay. Absolutely. And you, but you didn't do anything to add to those insecurities. I try not to. Okay. I try not. Just to. Just being a nigga. I mean, doctor nigga. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. But I, I'm sure I did. I'm not perfect. Okay. You know, I I wasn't perfect in the marriage. Because you're a cancer. <laughs> and I mean, when I say cancer, I'm talking about July birthday, okay? Or June, July yeah, birthday. June. She's a June you're cancer. June. So, but, and and we cancers are gifted with those tongues and minds. I mean, quick wit ain't no joke. And we can say it quick and we know how to say it and settle it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, and, you're and, correct. and so with being that, how did you juxtapose or balance those two roles between being the wife and being the apostle? Um, well, at the time I was married, I was just a pastor. I think okay. at, um, I became bishop probably the last year um, of the marriage. Of well, how'd you marriage. balance pastoring, but just being pastor versus being Miss, Mrs. His I, wife? I, I just, I just did it. You know, okay. I, I, I just did it. And I tried, I believe I tried to make sure that when I was home that I pushed him to be the priest, you know, of the, um, of the house. Um, but I, I'm, I'm sure that that's a little bit uh, intimidating and I'm sure that that caused a whole lot of insecurities. And I think that is just uh, common when you have uh, women in leadership and the husband is not necessarily um, in that role. So what is pushing to be the priest? What does, what does that look like? Um, take lead. Okay. You, um, you're pushing him to take lead. Yes. So come on, baby, lead. pray for us right quick. Yeah. So that, lead, pray, okay. Um, make decisions. Okay. Um, like I love all that, you know, that that's, that's one. And I, I you know, I, I mean, you talk, you know, I'm an alpha, I'm alpha female. So, um, it, it, it takes an alpha male, gotcha. you know, and, um, he's very, um, he, he was very mild, uh, temper and laid back and, um, you know, so sometimes, you know, it's always that kind of like push thing that, you know, I had to do and, um, you know, just to make sure that he understood that he was the priest of the house. So how did y'all meet? We met in college. Okay. We met in college. Okay. So now fast forward. We're in 2021 now. Uh-huh. All right. So you, the person you were in college and the man you were attracted to in college and now 28 years of marriage, what's, are you looking for that? I know you're not looking for that same type of guy anymore. Oh, are you, let's even, let's, let's back that up or let's back that thing up like this and drop it. Are you even looking for a particular type man? Um, I, I'm sure. I'm sure I am. Because he that findeth a wife. Yes. Okay, I, I'm just asking. It's I'm not just... necessarily. So you're trying to be funny. I was. So I was. So, I was. so it's not. Um, and you just said that he that findeth a wife. You know. Um, I'm just. I'm just. Na- now nowadays, everybody is in your in- inbox or DM saying that God uh, <laughs> said that. You know that you're the wife. Absolutely, they were proper lie. So, as um, as a woman in my position, um, I have to make sure I have discernment. Um, okay. Because uh, you'll find some women that are very desperate, and as soon as the first man is in their inbox, 
they and that's a whole different phenomenon. It, it really is. Because I mean, like I said, and that's the whole that was the whole purpose of the title. Two decades mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. twenty years ago, I mean, we weren't doing Tinder. Yes. We weren't doing uh, what you call it, a uh, Bumble. And... We had, we did have internet. Huh? We, we had internet. Whoever put him on the camera, put him up in the stuff. But anyway, no, we had internet. We had but, internet. But Tinder, Bumble, what else is out there? I don't know. You don't do them? Facebook. Uh-oh. Facebook dating. You don't, dating. Do, you don't do the dating sites? No. So you because I mean I, I have done a couple dating yeah, sites. I, I, I need, you know why I do dating sites? Why? Because I need thumb exercise. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I get to reject, 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 because it's fun. I'm not ready uh-huh. to do I don't yeah. want nobody. I don't want nobody. I, I, don't I don't want nobody. So I sit there looking at pictures and swipe, swipe left, swipe left, swipe left, swipe left. Because you got to put together the perfect profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to use the right words. You got to lie. You gotta, do they lie? I'm so, sure. No, no. You ain't talking. We're not, we're not talking. I'm sure they lie. I'm sure they lie. Again, I'm just old school. I, I just... You know, I want to date. I want to meet people just, you know. At the grocery store. No. No, I, I can't say the grocery store necessarily. I just want to meet people the old-fashioned Organically. Yes. Face I, I don't. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Start with a I mean, I, I can even, I can do Facebook, but even Facebook's a little, um, it's a little crazy, you know, crazy out there uh, meeting people on Facebook. You know, it's. I had a, it's I, crazy. And and, and 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 you know what I don't like to and this is definitely where we're gonna be battling the sexes. I mean, because I, I don't you know we don't do that. I don't do that. I don't, I don't want to do that. Oh, okay. You know I don't want to do that. I can, but like I said, uh-huh. I've seen because I mean people have that point to finger right this thing. You know, women say all men do this. Men say all women do this. I uh I did meet somebody one time on a, on a dating site, right? Okay. And within the first conversation, uh, she was inviting me to a wedding. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean all this stuff. And then she like, when we gonna go out? And then she wanted my phone number. I mean, this is like within forty five seconds of the per- of the initial. Con- and so then I backed like completely up. So later on, we met again, and she was like, "What happened? Why did you back up?" I said, "It seemed like you wanted to go one to ten and act like it wasn't two through nine, nowhere in the middle." You know what I mean? Why can't we say, "Hey, how you doing?" First, what's your name? Where are you from? Because like I'm, I'm like you. Let's meet organically. You know what right, I'm saying? Let's right. let's start. And so that has to be harder as a pastor. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you you're very social though. You know you, I am very you, much I mean, so. You're not you're not a recluse. You're not Mm-mm. you know, I mean you I mean you're not uh everything posted in the pulpit, you know, and all that kind of no, stuff. I'm no, you go I think I followed you on your timeline last week. You skating and you yes. doing everything you mm-hmm. can and I think I asked what you're gonna do, you said have fun. Yeah, absolutely. So you so in those come in those coming and goings mm-hmm. is where you might meet whoever this person is or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean I'm not I'm not traditional. I'm not a traditional apostle. I'm not a traditional. So are you pastor. looking for another pastor or I, another apostle? I don't or? think so. You don't want to. You don't no, wanna... no. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't think so. I. Uh, I mean. And this is not a get her dated off show or nothing like that. Yeah, we, yeah, we, no, we're no, talking no, about no, the transition. No, yeah. I, the transition of moving from divorce into dating. Okay, yeah, so. I, I think that um, at first, you know, when I first uh, got a divorce, I was thinking more of, you know, this, this bishop, this, this pastor, this, you know, I was thinking more of that because I'm thinking that that's what I need to cover me. Uh, but then I just got to uh, understanding as I began to know Anika, 
I realized that that's not necessarily what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody to take care of Anika. Gotcha. You know, so God a, got me. So in other words, so, you, you're not necessarily looking for someone to cover you. You're looking for someone to complete you. Complete me. Yeah. To, I'm looking for somebody to complete me. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for somebody that gets Anika, mm-hmm. not, you know, the pastor side. I, I'm just... So, and they might be a pastor. I don't know. But um, you you gotta, you have to understand me, me as a woman, me, okay. Anika. Gotcha. And, and that's, and I think that's the mistake a lot of people make in dating or choosing who their mate is. They're looking for somebody to patch their wounds. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Or they're looking for somebody to, uh, to kind of give them a quick fix of that euphoric moment or whatever it takes to, you know, but when completion comes, you know what it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, August, Augustine said that life is like, a, I mean, he said that uh, God, uh, God it, I mean, our hearts are restless until we find its rest. Yeah. Again. You know, uh, but, uh, and and we won't find that rest until we're 100% complete. You know, I, and I like to use the analogy that life is like a 1,000 piece puzzle. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're either given, and I do it one or two ways, you're either given 998 pieces or you're given 999 pieces. Yeah. 999, of course, God would complete you. Yeah, absolutely. 998, it would be companionship and God completely. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, so, I, I don't, and I don't think it's good for man to live alone. I don't think we're, we're I think we're mm-hmm. all supposed to be in relationship. I, I agree. I, yeah, because I mean, I'm be, this is boring to sit mm-hmm. at home by myself mm-hmm. every day, but I I know I'm not ready just to let anybody yeah. come in. Because I, I mean, you know, cancers, we only, our little shell. It's yep. only made for one, you Absolutely. know, and so you got to be careful. One. Yeah, so it, so you have to be very, very, very cautious about who you allow to come into uh, that relationship. So listen, uh, we got about thirty-three minutes left. So listen, uh, those that are watching through Facebook Live, like I said, if you want to see us in the studio, go to Disco One Hundred Radio. If uh, you want to chime in on the conversation, you're welcome to do so. Call in at six seven eight six three eight six six two six. Now. Uh, I um, sent you an article today. Uh-huh, you and did. It, and in that article, it, it, the article said how to start dating after divorce. And uh, there were 13 rules from uh, marriage therapists. Uh, Sarah Reagan and uh, Christy Overstreet, Dr. Christy Overstreet, did uh, did this particular thing. Mm-hmm. Now, there are 13 rules. Disco, if you'll start putting those up, and we're going to discuss these as we go. Uh, I think we're only going to look at about six of them. Now, this is one you said you don't necessarily agree with. Make that a little bit bigger for me. I don't. Say. You don't agree with that? Yeah. I'm going to cover you up. Okay, yeah, cover me up, please. <laughs> cover me up. But they can read. The, 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 the rules, the first rule says to be honest. With in, and let, let me set the stage. Okay. Because like I said, this is talking about, these are some rules that marriage therapists say, if you, marriage therapists say that we should do once we start dating after the divorce. And one of the such rules that it says is, is that we should, whenever you meet your mate, when you feel comfortable enough to start going on a divorce, one of the first things you should do is that you should be honest with them about your past. Now, when I sent you these 13, you agreed with most of them, but this was one of you didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why is that? Um, I think that we should be honest. I just don't think that at our first date, I need to put on my business on. I just I don't believe that. And I think that sometimes we have business uh, and we have, you know, I was telling somebody recently, I said, uh, I said, I'm almost 50. Okay. And I said, and most likely whoever I'm dating, they're going to be, you know, they, they're going to be old too. So we already are coming with baggage. We already have a lot of baggage. We have divorces. We have 
uh, exes, we have baby mamas, we have children, we already have baggage. And if you come on the table and you putting all your business, I, I'm going to automatically say no. But if we take time and we get to know each other, I think that's when we supposed to start putting, you know, some of our uh, so dirty be- laundry on the table, because now I understand you a little bit more. Uh, so I, I just don't agree that you should be honest about your past. We're not, not saying you're supposed to lie, but that's not something that's not volunteering information. About. Yeah. Our first date, I don't want to hear about your ex-wife. Okay. I, I, I don't want to hear about all the, you know, prop, I don't want to hear about that. That's going to be a turnoff to me. So what's the first date look like? Uh, my first date? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking, what does it look like? What's the conversation sound like? What does it look um, like? I think it's the more getting to know you, what you like, you know, uh, what you don't like, um, you know, a little bit about what you do, a little bit about what I do, um, you know, things like so that. So what if you invest three or four dates and you kind of start feeling this person, then they start, then all of a sudden these skeletons start coming out the closet and you're like, ah. Well, I think that as we continue to date little by little, mm-hmm. some stuff should, you know, come out. And then at that point, you, then that point, you can take that exit door if you need to. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I, I, I think it takes time, though. I mean, I, uh, I mean, I, uh, I had a woman I met, and she, for me, I, I think on the first day she told me that she had, uh, she had cancer, and that mm. her cancer was in remission, and that turned you off, right? Immediately. Exactly. Immediately. But exactly. I would, but it would have turned me off three days down the road. Not, not, not necessarily. After you have grown some type of rapport with her. And you're like, well, I really like her. There's some other characteristics that you have found that you liked her. After she told you, that might have been different. But it's because know. she told you right up front and you hadn't built anything. You don't even, you wasn't even like, I feel you like that. So it was easy for you to say, we ain't having another date. Yeah. That was easy. I don't know. I got mixed emotions on that one. I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to, okay. All right. So that's a good one though. I mean, and, and, and good points, good points. If anybody, like I said, if anybody disagrees, agrees, wants to call in 678 678- Six three eight six six two six. Huh? You disagree? No, I agree with her. I, I don't disagree with. Her. Mm-hmm. No, we do. We, these are just opinions. This, this this is not a debate. This is just uh just talk. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So second thing you got to do, we talk about is in, in when before you start dating, you need to make sure you take time to grieve your losses. Absolutely. You agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. So when you consider, let let let's talk about some of those losses. What all do you lose in a divorce? Um, yourself. Okay, that's first. Yeah, it depends on who you are. Like, I can't, I can't say that uh, in my divorce I lost too much. I lost myself. I lost the um, the love of being a wife, mm-hmm. um, the companionship, the friendship. Um, you know, those are things that um, I lost. You know, mm-hmm. and also attached to that, uh, maybe because of my position, but you know, I had the shame. There's guilt. Um, those are things that, you know, I, I felt like I lost. And those are the intangible losses. Yes. So absolutely. now consider the tangible losses. Uh, were there any? But see, and I, you know what? Some of those tangible losses, the ones that I'm referring to, mm-hmm. women don't feel those losses. Like me, for instance, um, I raised my children and mm-hmm. I was in my in the house with my children all of their life. Mm-hmm. Right. All their lives, should I say. Right. And when now I'm no longer in the house. Right. I mean, I lost a lot. You yeah. know, in my opinion, you know, if I'm looking at uh holidays you know what i'm saying when we all used to go say to her mom's house or whatever uh you know to eat uh Mm -hmm. you know now they're going and i'm not and i'm sitting there looking on facebook and they got family pictures coming up and i'm all this stuff and then all of a sudden she looking like 
And I told her this, hang on, and I might have been a little wrong, but I'm like, you know, you looking like a single, super single mother, <laughs> like you ain't had no help. And you know, good and well, I, I, I played, I wouldn't have on all that, right. you know what I'm saying? We talked yeah. about it. And she made a good valid point, you know what I'm saying? Because they're doing that. But those are the things that we lose, right. you know what I'm saying? We lose, yeah, we lose the vacations, we lose, and, right. you know, and, and sometimes I go, I, when I moved out and moved in the house, I mean, apartment by myself, and all of a sudden, it's nothing but straight silence. Yeah. You know, silence sounds like noise. Right. You know, that sometimes when I want to read now, I can't even read in my apartment. Yeah. I have to go to the mall or somewhere or somewhere where it's chaotic just so I can concentrate right. because I'm so, because for all those years, when I was at home, I got my undergrad while they were alive. I got my first master's while they were alive and I almost finished my second master's. Mm -hmm. So all of this going on in the house with them. And all this chaos going on at the same time, because that's how I learn in right. chaos. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so when you start thinking about those losses, you know what I'm saying? And you don't really, and you don't take the time to grieve those losses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, so what what did your grieving process look like? Um, <laughs> um, there were there were days where I think I, I cried, I prayed, um, I got up and did something. And at some point, maybe six months after divorce, I I started living. You know, I started traveling. I started doing stuff. And that was, but I did it. You know, it wasn't doing it dating. I did it, um, you know, with family. I did it. Um, and mine's is a, my, my situation is really a little different. Like, okay. you know, I still have a, a great, healthy relationship with my uh, ex-husband. Okay. So like when you were saying holidays, he still come over, you know, on holidays, okay. you know, so we still have a, a great, healthy, uh, relationship. Um, so the grieving, um, grieving losses wasn't as bad, you know, for me. Cause even afterwards, if I needed help financially, he still helped until I got on my feet and, you know, little stuff like that. So it, it just wasn't that bad. I just, I was just hurt because, um, I like winning. Yeah. And that's the you thing. Know, this, this, that's the thing. I, I took a L here. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and so that, that, that in itself was hard for me because I took a L. You yeah. Know? Cause, I, I cause you L. did say till death do you part. Yeah. And I meant it. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and when you said you meant it and, and then when it doesn't happen, you're right. Absolutely. You, you, you flat took a L. You took a L. It looked like a form of failure. Absolutely. And, and me as a, me as a man, especially a male, I'm a fixer. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I want to fix what I broke, you know what I'm saying? And when right. I'm not given the opportunity to fix what I broke, then I feel inadequate. Right. And nothing worse, nothing feels worse to me than not being able to, to fix what I messed up. And see, that's know? me, though. Mm -hmm. That's me. It's because, of course, you know, because the position I'm in, I'm always helping and always trying to fix people. Mm -hmm. So when I didn't have the um, the ability to fix, you know, my marriage, or fix um, whatever I felt was uh, going on in him, that that made me feel that make me made me feel like a a, a failure. Made you yeah. feel like a failure. Yeah. Okay. So and so your grieving process, because um, so your grieving process, family helped you get through it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Friends helped you get through it. Church. Church. Yeah. How did the church respond? Um, they supported me. You know they. Did they turn on him? No. Okay. They didn't. They okay. didn't. They didn't. So. They supported me. I'm not quite sure, you know, if they said something to him. And I'm sure he felt a type of way, you know, that they, you know, I'm, I'm I was a pastor. So, um, and they know me and I, I love hard. So this wasn't, 
this wasn't a situation where you know I I didn't love because I love hard. You okay. know, I really do. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that that's good. So now this next one says when you get ready to date, you got to make sure that you're ready. Mm-hmm. How did you know I'm ready? Um, because I I was healed. And I was no longer vulnerable. I think one of these questions that was on here was talking about making sure that you're not vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And uh, because people will, they will take advantage, uh, take advantage of that. And um, I knew I wasn't vulnerable no more. And I knew that, knew at this point, because I was married for 28 years, I knew exactly what I was looking for. So I know what I want and I know what I don't want. Okay. So I wasn't going to sit at a table and you able to feed me a bunch of stuff because I'm still broken. And, you know, you sitting over and telling me how beautiful I am. And I'm like, ah, because, you know, I need all that because I, I I didn't need that. I know who I was. So at that point, I knew that now it's time for me to, uh, to date. And I'm going to be okay with dating. And I'm not going to fall for no, you know, crazy, uh, crazy stuff. Well, try not to fall for none because, you know, that's... Um, that's hearsay, but um, you know, at least try not to, you know. So you got to, so it makes so you so you knew that you were ready. I knew that I was ready. And so at that point, now you're open. I'm open. You're open. Spirit's open. Yeah. To receive. Yeah. To if receive. someone wants yeah. to come at you. Yes. Now, prior to that, I'm sure they were still coming. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you were curving them left and right. Yeah, you know, just no. You know, they make comments. Mm, no, nah, let me take you out. No, nah, mm, you know, that's just and that went on. Was. Did that go on immediately? <laughs> did, did that did that start? Uh, did that start immediately after your divorce? I started doing doing the divorce, doing the marriage. But why yeah, you still married? Doing marriage, doing the divorce. Um, you know, yeah. People knew that you were going through something. No, they didn't know it. They just you tried. Me they don't just... care. Okay, <laughs> people don't care. Don't but care. you're right. But sometimes some men, some don't, men care. don't care. Some men don't care. They don't care. Some married some men don't care. But yeah, he, they don't care. Okay, so they so. were, so so they were just they were trying you. Why are you as a pastor? Mm-hmm. Why are you still married? And yeah. they're trying. They all trying you at that point. Absolutely. And you say you've been divorced how long? A uh, little over three years now. Yeah, I don't think we've been Facebook friends that long. No. Okay, good. So I didn't do nothing. So you weren't one of the ones. I wasn't one of the ones. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is another one. Now, this one right here is kind of funny because uh, it, they had the the, the uh, psychologist had a different, they had, they had two schools of thought on it. Right. Some said don't do it, but if you're going to do it, you should do it a certain way. Yeah. You're saying as it relates to dating while divorced, while you're still divorcing, that means that you're still married legally. Absolutely. You still, uh, uh, you could be in separate households right. or whatever. But you're still married. But you're still married. So you shouldn't date. So you shouldn't date mm-hmm. for a plethora of reasons. Mm-hmm. Give me give me about 12. Uh, give one, me, because one. you're still married. <laughs> that, that's yeah. just it. And then the other thing I'm going to say is, as I said before, after you have divorced, you need some time. Mm-hmm. You need some time to get yourself together. And people make mistakes jumping into relationship after relationship after relationship. This is just not uh, marriage. They do that, you know, because mm-hmm. they think that relationships complete them or make them. And that causes more damage. Okay. It causes more damage. So, and at, um, and, and, and at the same at the at the same time, you've seen marriages men before. Yeah. I mean, thank God could change your heart, or you know, anything a person could change, yeah. uh, all types of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they, huh? That's a, well, they could. Well, I just feel like um, <laughs> this is just me. 
if I wanted to uh, divorce and think about getting back together, I should have just did a legal separation. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, I, I think that when... With some of us, I think when you get to the point of divorce, you've already at some point been in the separation exactly. uh, uh, place. So uh, I don't, I just don't think that people should be divorcing and just getting back together. Really? Yeah, I, I, that's just me. I don't know. I know a lot of people do that. Well, a lot that, of old people. Old that old. would mean that they made a mistake. The divorce was a mistake. The divorce was a mistake. Yeah. That's how I look at or, it. Or, or, or when you found Anika, when you got separated or divorced, he might have found himself yeah, as well. that's true. And then you present yourself back right because, now, coming, in, coming back is two yeah, different people I mean, though yeah and you are people, and you, and you, but you have people. to come back as two yeah, different absolutely. people and that because that's one thing about it when, when uh when 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 i went through my process and my divorce uh i mean i was depressed mm -hmm. i mean because the way my i mean my my thing was she moved out first then i then i moved out because we were renting at that time mm -hmm. i moved out moved in my apartment if i moved in my apartment on sunday i got fired from my job on monday right so then I go back home and I ain't work. I probably hadn't had a job since then. Now I make money, but I hadn't had a job uh -huh. since then. But I was so depressed that I literally went home and was stuck on the couch yeah. probably for a year and a half. I would go out and work gigs, mm -hmm. you know, and make money here and there. Mm -hmm. But I was literally stuck on that couch almost for a year and a half. Wow. Because, I mean, and I'm a, let me tell you how bad I was. And it's just me being 100% transparent. I was so messed up because I had been used to sleeping with somebody beside me for 18, 19 years yeah. that I slept on the couch because it felt like somebody was behind me or next right, to me. Right. I can understand that. I mean, I would sit up and watch TV until 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning. Well, fall asleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. Go get in the bed. This is real talk. Go get in the bed. Couldn't sleep. Get right back up 45 minutes later and get right back on the couch and start my whole day over again. Yeah. I hated my days. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that ain't had nothing to do with dating while divorced. But, <laughs> but, uh, but you're saying you shouldn't date while you were divorced. Because at that point, I thought we were just separated. Mm -hmm. I, ain't, I, I didn't yeah, know. I thought y'all was going to get back together. Yeah, I did. She ain't, she didn't make her. Like you said, you started leaving five years prior to you actually leaving. Yeah, but it was still in the same house. Like yeah. we've, we've never, like, split and say you go stay there you go and we did we say thing we were separated in a house oh and then y'all got and then divorced and he didn't move out till after the divorce yes he moved out after the no divorce. no no we no we, we were separated probably for a year maybe a year and a half if, no. if i finish up i think september of 17 september no october of 17 is when i moved out i think january of 19 is when the divorce became okay. final so mm -hmm. uh her 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 intentions because she like you said she had started that move three four five years mentally mentally before mentally. man my daughter would come on tell me we weren't looking at houses today and i thought they were looking for us <laughs> <laughs> no they were looking for them at yeah. that particular yep. point you know so uh, but she, that's women though that's we, women we check out mentally before we actually check out okay yeah. and so but so that's so the dating while I'm divorcing that's but that's not a it, people that do that. That's not a gender specific thing. That's just an individual thing for a person to try. To yeah, do that. I think so. But you're saying that you wouldn't recommend. I would not. anybody doing that. Mm -mm, okay. I would. Okay. Okay. What's the next one, Disco? All right. What about about that one? No, absolutely. Gotta be, gotta be patient. You gotta be patient. Okay. You gotta be patient. I mean, because 28 years. Mm -hmm. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. So if you would if you would have took. Seven, eight years before you decided to date again, you would have been okay. I know. You wouldn't have been okay? Mm -mm. Why? Because I, I like being a wife. You like I want to be married. So you you're know, dating so with a purpose, that's what I, I'm saying. I, that was great to say I thought that. everybody said Dating I thought, but, with but a purpose. But who don't date with a purpose? 
See, I don't want to. I don't want to say men, but a lot of men don't. Okay. A lot of men just date for fun. They don't. They don't date. So we're just dating, though. Yeah. Dating with the intent. So dating with the purpose is dating with the intention of going into a relationship. Well, for some of us, not but all you, of us. But uh, the initial, like you said, initial few dates. You ain't giving up too much information. Well, after a couple of dates, I know that if it's not the first date, after a couple of dates, I know that we will not be having. So yeah, because we start getting the four or five dates, and at that point, it should be. It, it, I should know purpose. something. Yeah, I should know. But something. But I think sometimes those disclaimers from the beginning, though, is a run. Is a, <laughs> like you said, you scare people, not you. Yeah. But sometimes women are so abrasive, and I don't like playing saying women versus men. But that's I mean, like I, I said, it is what it is. It is what it is. Like mm-hmm. when you read some of these. Um, dating profiles and stuff like that. They're so aggressive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's their testosterone and estrogen levels are out up through the roof. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'd be like, mm, date yeah. me. I want to push swipe left harder than I normally would because I wouldn't dare. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it's coming across, I'm dating with a purpose and don't, don't, don't talk to me unless you're doing this and if I ain't doing this and if you're doing this and uh. I think it depends on your age too. Like I said, I'm going to turn 50. So, um, I ain't got time to be playing around. You know, I ain't got time to be dating nobody for no 10 years. I ain't got time for all that. You know what I mean? I think that's ridiculous. That's the society we live in now. Exactly. That's the times that we're living in now. They want I me. Mean, they do common law marriages. Why you wish, yeah. Why you got to get married? Mm-hmm. See, I'm old school. You I, got kids already. Marriage is for procreation. I'm old school. Now, you want companionship. Yes. I get it. And I'm, these are rhetorical questions. And I like not, being a wife. You like being a wife. I, I like I like being a wife. Mm-hmm. I, I I love being a wife. I love being a mother. I love being a wife. So I love those roles. Gotcha. Is there another one up there, Disco? Yeah. One more. And this is the, this is a good one right here. Mm-hmm. All right. So th- and this is where I want to really camp out mm-hmm. for a little while tonight. So before you can move on, uh-huh. you have to identify where your marriage went wrong. That, were you able to do that? It, you, you can't identify where your marriage went wrong? So you ain't do nothing wrong? I'm sure I did. I'm just being honest. I'm sure I did. So what was the, what happened? But I, I, I don't, I'm sure I did something wrong. This is, I, I just. So you, didn't, sure you did. didn't disagree with this one? So you, I didn't agree it. with it. I think that you should identify where your marriage went wrong. But I'm just saying with me. Okay. Um, I can't necessarily tell you where I went wrong. But you can tell me where he went wrong. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Where did he go wrong? Um. Am I, or am I being too nosy? No, you're not being too. It's. Let me just put it this way: I'm an alpha female. Okay. And I kept growing, and um, it just got to a point where. I needed someone to lead. And he wasn't the leader that you needed him yes. to be. Yes. Yeah, I needed to be led. And um, that's not something that, I mean, good guy. So no infidelity, none of that. Well, I don't want to put, we, that, I don't want to put his business out there. Let's mm-hmm, like that. I don't yeah. want to put it. Mm-hmm. So there were other factors as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Okay. So you did your part. You tried to wait it out. And did you? was there an opportunity for correction? Oh, yes. Several times. We were married 28 years. Okay. So, you know, um, absolutely. Uh, but you, you know, you have people that are prideful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, correction is not always going to help. You know, sometimes it's, 
I'm going to do me. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. So what about mentors? Did y'all have counselors? Or... Oh, we tried. We well, tried. Did, you, did you go like professional counseling or was it like older pastors? And or both. Both. None of that work. Had you checked out by then? Um, I'm the one that pursued or even, you know, um, has suggested that he went to talk uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, someone. So, um, um, so I didn't check out then. I was doing whatever I could possibly do to make um, my marriage work and for it to be always and forever. Gotcha. So. All right. So one of the ones that I did not put up there, well, I don't think I only put up six or seven there, but there was another, uh, there was another uh, 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 suggestion in the article where it says you need to do the inner work. You remember that one? Yes. Okay. What What do you think about that? That's, what does the inner work look like? Uh, finding out who you are, healing, um, understanding, you know, understanding uh, the wise. Mm-hmm. Are not even really understanding the why. As I say uh, all the time, I said I've got gotten past uh, trying to find the reason. I'm just trying to find the revelation. Oh, wow. So, um, so what is the revelation? What am I? What am I supposed to get out of this? Uh, who am I supposed to be after this? So, a lot of that is a part of the inner, the inner healing. Taking some time and figuring out what is going on on the inside. Uh, what do you need to do to be better? What do you need to do to move past this? What do you need to be, uh, especially if you're trying to get another relationship, what do you need to do uh, to make sure that you are who you're supposed to be for that other person? So tell me this, during this inner work period, this healing period, what is your what is your inner circle look like? Um, it's small. Okay. Um, but but my, you had one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. And, you know, my daughter, um, uh, Chris over there, my godson, um, um, I have uh, another, you know, spiritual daughter. I have some people that I'm really, really uh, close to, and I was able to, you know, talk to them. Um, I have a couple, you know, best friends that I was able to go to. So, yeah, absolutely. And they, they gave you a room to heal. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. They gave me room to heal. They gave me room to uh, act a donkey. Because, uh, so, I mean, you know, it's it's that's life. That's life. So, oh, you know, I... I um. Like I said, I was stuck on that couch, so I didn't really welcome a circle. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't really rock with people like that. You know, my uh, during the initial stages, my pastor he wouldn't let me be alone. You know, Kirk, what you doing? You know, come on by the church. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I ain't a bit more want to go than the man in the moon. Yeah. But I think he knew that I needed people around. Oh yeah, me. You absolutely. Know what I'm he, he, need, he knew I needed. He needed to make sure that I ate. You know, because mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have eaten a lot of days. Absolutely. Because I mean, we go through depression. Depression sometimes is so so much of a form of dysfunction that you become functional in your dysfunction. Yeah. Right. yeah. And uh, and when you become functional in your dysfunction, it uh, in it in essence becomes a new norm for you. Mm-hmm. And so you operate with that new norm. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, and that's when sicknesses mm-hmm. and all kind of uh, things can come up on you because you you're inviting right. these stressors and you're inviting this mm-hmm. all this depression on you and all those types of oh, things. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I use and you you heard me use the joke and I'm joking when I say this saints, but I'm saying it metaphorically. My stress level went down the more my middle finger started to go up. Yeah. Um, and 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 I, and I I'm saying that metaphorically, but I had to get to that point where I really wasn't worried about what everybody else right. thought about me. Because I and then I messed around and ran into James, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, I ran into myself, and then I went and even even during this transition, my ex even noticed 
a lot of the thing the transition mm-hmm. like where you yeah. been you know who, what's right. up man where, where you been you know because i mean I, I had put myself i put myself into walled myself into a corner you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i and uh and uh didn't even know it right. didn't even know it um uh, it's some some of the mistakes that i made there's some mistakes some testimony i got some testimonies i haven't told yet you know and that i hadn't felt comfortable enough still. right because I, I say that everybody uh everybody is uh it's all uh, only one off limits. I'm mean, I'm not gonna do anything to make my ex look bad. Right, absolutely. Yeah, you know anybody absolutely. else? Yeah, I get it. I don't mean I'm just absolutely. Being, but my ex, I'm not gonna put her. Right, in. and that's the way I'm not gonna be. be like, yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna cover her regardless. Uh, however it goes, you know what I'm right. saying. So, but that's uh, the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. So, but so, but yeah. So doing that inner work for me, I did a lot of it alone. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of it alone. I wrote. You know what I mean? I uh. I school. I inundated myself in school. I, I tried to keep yeah, myself sure. business. You know I mean busy? You know, but sometimes busyness is not it's the not same good. as business. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, you're not not, good. it's like pounding sand if mm-hmm. you're not, you know, because you're not really doing the work. So I admire, uh, I admire you, uh, those that were around you, oh, absolutely, who provided uh, that 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 care or the give that room really for you to grow. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that's I, I like to use. Sometimes friends can be like elastic walls. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got to stretch with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 be a wall that if I run into you and I'm gonna get a concussion and bump my head. Right. But at least be able to absorb my impact. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I, and and everybody can't handle no. my relation because I know you you tell me that I'm to get too smart with people. I'm too sarcastic yep. and all that. Yep. But I don't be trying to be. It just right. comes out like that. Yep. I promise you. It's mm-hmm. just it's just who I am. Mm-hmm. So one more and then uh I think we're about done for the night. This has been a good subject. We got about four more minutes. But one more, one more was saying that you consider seeing a therapist or a counselor. Now this is after divorce. This is after, uh, this is after divorce. Would would you recommend seeing a therapist or a counselor individually, not as a couple, but after divorce? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, especially if like in your situation where you was depressed, then mm. absolutely you needed to see somebody. I had. You I know, saw Doctor Jesus. I had. I had. Uh, <laughs> you joking. know, my bishop at the time. You uh-huh. know, he's he's the one that I called on and leaned on and. Um, he, you know, helped me through some stuff. And so that was my therapy if I okay. couldn't, you know. So I, I do think that it's necessary. I think that it helps. So you said it something. Helps. You helped me right then. So not necessarily a doctor therapist, right. but someone that can provide therapy for you. Absolutely. The right friend that can provide wise counsel. Absolutely. And that's the mistake that a lot of us make is we go to we go to wounded people looking for counseling. Yes. And that's and sometimes when you go to wounded people looking for counseling then you end up hurt yep. even more yep. because they'll put stuff in the wound that's not healing the wound absolutely they'll infect the wound absolutely because they can't help you they can't help yeah, you they, they can't two help people themselves. bleeding together that's not that's yeah. not even a it's blood a transfusion mess. that's absolutely. a whole mess, a, whole mess so. a bloody mess yep a absolutely. bloody mess so so your your advice is to make sure that you consider seeing someone Seeing someone okay that you know that loves you enough to tell you the truth mm-hmm. you know that loves you enough to help pull you up, you know, not let you stay down there. So absolutely, it's necessary. It's okay. necessary gotcha. to make sure you got somebody. Honestly, I, we didn't get to a, a, a whole piece. Lot of stuff. We, we didn't get to the piece of what I wanted to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just, cause like, I really, but what I really wanted to do was I wanted to set the stage. Okay. Uh, hopefully for another conversation. Oh, absolutely. You'll come back. Absolutely. Will you come back? Absolutely. So when you come back, though, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to make sure you uh, have on your... Where my intellectual student, y'all see, I okay. got her a t-shirt. So I want you to have your intellectual student t-shirt on right. when you come back, and uh, so that way we can. I have my black one or my white one on, okay. and then we can sit here and uh, co-host this thing and uh, 
and put and put together because I really want to help people. Okay, and absolutely. I, and I think, and the reason I, I invited you is because I thought that you and I could kind of be a ransom. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul said we could be all things to all men that we might win some. Absolutely. And uh, even in the body of Christ, we want to divorce amicably. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still raising kids. And at the end of the day, we still have an overall community to be concerned yes, about. Yes, absolutely. And our community right now is so divided. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is divided along the lines of black men versus black women. And the thing about that is what we as a people don't seem to realize is that that was a plan that was concocted mm-hmm. to divide us. You know why? Yes. Because the dividends are in division. Yes. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. The, div- the dividends are in division. So uh, it's been real. I've enjoyed Absolutely. you. I know you got a nice little ride back tonight. And uh, I appreciate you for coming. I appreciate your driver for coming. I appreciate all your people for listening uh, in on tonight. And uh, we're going to do it again real soon. Okay. What's your schedule schedule look like next week? Um, Let me know. Let me know. If not, we'll do it again. I think I got somebody scheduled again next week. Okay. I got somebody scheduled next week. We're going to do something. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening in to uh, the Intellectual Stew tonight. We're not sipping no tea. We're serving stew. And uh, I just want to let you know that the world is changing. The world is changing. Why do you remain the same? I don't understand that. The world's changing. Why people want to keep doing the same thing over right. and over again? And insanity is doing the same thing over and over. Looking for different results. results. Absolutely. It don't work like that, right? No. All right. So, let's, we'll see you next week. Let's see you next week. Thank you all very much.